The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saint Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood. And target him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't even have a joke, Dave. <laughs> Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All right, welcome to another that edition intro still of makes me laugh. Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Yeah, Andrew, we got the new soundboard. Hopefully, it works out right. I make no promises. Uh, you're sponsored by you, the fan. Uh, we got the new Drunk History uh, coming out next week. It's with Mike Mills of Booking the Territory, a old high school friend of mine. Uh, we did the 2006 Good Saints offseason. Good dude. Yeah, he is, and he helped me actually set up the soundboard, which I feel like I I solved the most complicated math problem ever hooking up the soundboard with virtual audio cables and virtual connectors and yada 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 but we'll have that on next month on next, next yada week. yada yada over the yeah, best part so we got that um so we need look, some Seinfeld sound bites too. Yeah, we we we're 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 talking pregame pre-show of like what sound bites they want on the board. We want Office Space. We want Seinfeld. I think I need Happy Gilmore. I think oh, I need yeah. Bill, Billy Madison. Uh, we need we'll we'll get it figured out as we go. But uh, we're in the doldrums now of the off season. You got to get from like May. The, the middle of May to, like, the beginning of July. Because then, like, the beginning of July, Andrew, right, you can feel it. It's like training camp. You can start doing previews. But for right now, it's like the deadest of the dead time. Unless someone gets pinched. <laughs> Which happened last week, thanks to the 4,600 40, of you that listened, because Mark Ingram got pinched like he was in Goodfellas. Um <laughs> So we we kick around topics, right? And we try to figure out like what are we going to do? What topics we need? We, we come. So we, we, me and Andrew, we're thinking about topics today, and we try to. We, the, the list we're going to do is the uh, top ten current Saints players um, on the roster, and we try to work out like how do we rank? We we figured you can't rank them by like value because that would you know because then you could just say well Drew Brees is number one because if the Saints don't have him for 16 weeks they're fucked. So that's not really fun. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna rank them by how well they played last year and where they are in uh, comparison to other players at their position. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, We'll do that, and we'll do foods that you love to eat while you watch the Saints, either in game, in the dome, or at a tailgate. So as we count down these players, um, my top ten. I'm going to start with number ten, Dave and Andrew. I put Ken Crawley number ten. As whoa, top ten. Well, Saints. well, we, we we should go from the top down. 
That's going to be easier, I think. Okay, so top down, I put Marshawn Lattimore number one. What? What? You don't have Drew Whoa. Brees number one. I, I don't have Drew Brees number one because, one, he's Drew Brees didn't even crack your top five, did he? <laughs> he's but, he's in there solidly at number six. He's, he, so I had Marshawn Lattimore number one, and this is my this is my reasoning. He's super uh, young. <laughs> Here he's, we go. He's, he's super go. young. He's going to be, I think, a top four corner in 2018. And of all the players on the Saints roster, if somebody called up Mickey Loomis and said, I want to do a trade for this player, I think Marshawn Lattimore would be the one person they absolutely positively would not listen to an offer that wasn't patently ridiculous. Like for Cam well, Jordan me... or Thomas or anybody else, they'd be like, okay, give us the offer. For Marshawn Lattimore, unless the offer is like two number one picks, they're hanging up the phone. All right. Well, I, I think your reasoning is, is unsound and terrible. And um, <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. If Marshawn Lattimore got injured, do you think the Saints could possibly, even in the slightest, still win the Super Bowl? No. You don't think they could ever win the Super Bowl? Even if Marshawn, you don't think well, no, uh, but I, Ken but Crawley, who's, who's number 10 on your list now that we know, you know, he could step up and, you know, and they could, you don't think that there's any possible way that they could win the Super Bowl without Marshawn Lattimore? No. And I, th- okay. I, th- right, I think, I think he's, I think he's the, of all their current players, I think he's either, you can argue Cam Jordan had a better 2017 compared to other defensive linemen, but Marshawn Lattimore is really, really close if you look at the like PFF ratings, if that's your jam. And I just think he's the best right now, and going forward, he's going to be the best. Andrew? Here's my thing, and, and maybe this is an unfair way to look at it, but if you were to ask me who has the best shot of being MVP on the roster next year, I would say Breeze. And then if you ask me who has the best shot of being defensive player of the year, I would say Cam Jordan. (laughs) So I think to me, like maybe that's unfair. Maybe I'm penalizing a popularity contest though. No, it can be. I mean, maybe that's unfair because I'm penalizing Lattimore for the position he plays. I mean, I think in general, it's very hard for a corner to be defensive player of the year, but I, I just, I mean, he, don't get me wrong. He's great, and he had a good season. But, like, I I want to put down the anointing oil a little bit. I mean, I just feel like Cam Jordan and Peter Breeze have pills. established themselves as superstar players, and they deserve all the credit they have. Now, I, I get it. Breeze is older, and, I mean, the wheels could fall off at any time with him. And, and he, he, he could have a horrible season. It's like he could just, from a performance standpoint, like at some point, it goes away, I feel like. It has to, right? So it's just a question if it's this year, next year, or two years from now, whatever. But I don't see how you can say that Lattimore leapfrogs Jordan at this point. Um, so I, to me, like I could even see like an argument of putting Jordan number one over Breeze, but I don't see how you could put Lattimore. You got to make it interesting. That's why I put Lattimore. But I, I do, I do feel that way about Lattimore. Like I feel like 
Lattimore, his peak as a corner is going to be better than Cam Jordan's peak because I think Cam Jordan, I don't think he's going to replicate what he did in 2017. I think that's the best he's like. That's like Matt Ryan. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. Drew Brees is number one until <laughs> until he starts to play at a level that's different from the best QB in the league. His rating was number two in the entire league last year. And until he starts to play like he's not an elite quarterback, give me an elite performing quarterback over anything all day long, twice on Sunday. How could it not be Brees? The way he he's still playing at an elite level. And at quarterback, it's just critical. It took you a while, Andrew, but I'm glad you finally... Came yeah, around this and, is stupid. And some, it's Drew Brees. Some, some sense got smacked into you. Yeah. I feel like you didn't even have to say anything, Dave. You just like, I could feel your aura <laughs> and it, it convinced me. Well, I mean, I was, I was going to bring up Brees and, but, but Ralph, you know, I asked Ralph whether he thought the Saints could at least in some, you know, one in, one in 500,000 if they had a chance to win without Marshawn Lattimore and he said no which is surprising because I think that there's at least a remote chance that you know that they could win a Super Bowl without Marshawn Lattimore but there is zero chance in hell that they could ever win a Super Bowl if Drew Brees were injured uh, so I I agree with Ralph that the Saints couldn't win a Super Bowl but I think if you phrase it this way I absolutely think they can still make the playoffs without Lattimore I, I, but, they cannot make the playoffs without Brees. Well, so. I think that. Well, but see, though, I didn't say most. The, we did the list of the best, and we didn't do it most valuable. Of course, Drew Brees is number one if you if you rank the players in importance, because without Brees, they're fucked. It's like a car without an engine. But well, I so, think, what do you want to do? You want to do with skill level? Yeah, like skill level and and well, comparison. To, like I don't still, think. Come on. I don't <laughs> think. Oh, think, oh, you want skill level. Okay, I still pick Brees. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. I think the way that I look at it is... Wrong. Yeah, we know. We the, get it. The Brees, <laughs> Brees is the most valuable player on the Saints roster by far. But when you rate it in comparison to... Um, players at other positions on other teams like I think there is a, a I can name like I can name about six quarterbacks in Drew Brees's realm I think I can only name about three corners that are that are Lattimore quality and I that's why I put him number one and he's younger so um that's sort of swung it I just I feel even like for even for a, even for a second year player, he's young. He's only like what twenty two yeah. or something. So so number two on the list for me was Breeze. Uh, but wait, can can we at least wait until Breeze has this starts to decline? Yeah. The hard. The only reason I was going to put the only one two reasons. I like didn't you, put rea- you one. realize, like the rating he had was like the fourth best of his career last year. Yeah. The reasons why I didn't put him number one is because that's boring. And but, but the thing that the reason why I was gonna put him number one is because the thing is his rating was great last year his stats were down because the Saints didn't throw as much but in that playoff game against Carolina when Carolina was like fuck you Saints you're not running the ball Drew Brees was like I got it don't worry about it 
And he still made that throw to Michael Thomas where he scrambled to his right and chucked it, and it was beautiful, and he looked like a 25-year-old. Oh, God, what a throw. Yeah. What a throw that so, was. So, I mean, that was my, was my swing to make him – to put him number one, but I, I put him number two. I put him number two because that's no, because that's no, uh, that's not interesting. Well, um, you so, you've been overruled, so Breeze is number one. Sorry. Okay. So so two. So I had Breeze two, and I had Cam Jordan three. Uh, I think Jordan's got to be number two for me. Dave. Uh, yep. I put Jordan two. Do you? I mean. I think the real debate here is is it Camara is it Camara or Lattimore three? No, Lat- Lattimore because I mean Camara is great, but Peyton has always been able to find somebody like that in that role to be successful. Except um, for when it was Cadet and C.J. Spiller, right? <laughs> but I mean, okay, but we've had Bush, we've had Sproles, now we've got Camara. I mean, he's got a pretty proven track record. Uh, yeah, Camara is not nearly as good on a different team. No, also like, probably true. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, we like, have I never, name, we I have never name... had a, sh- we've never had a shutdown corner like Lattimore. So never. No, L- Lattimore seriously is if he is as good in 2018 as he was in 2017. Like I think I can that's make. All I, want. That's I all think I, want. I can make that's an argument that he's for. the best corner in Saints history if he puts another <laughs> good year together. Seriously, like who's we blue? are that bad? Yep. You know. Um, so that's the thing. So, so, so but your, rank- your your bad arm, Ralph, is like the twenty eighth best. <laughs> in I had a bad pass that one time. Um, so, so we've got. So that's so, top three: Breeze, Cam Jordan, Lattimore. Yeah, we're in agreement. So, do you put Michael Thomas four or Kamara? No, four? you put you put Kobe Fleener four, obviously. <laughs> Thomas or Kamara is tough for me. I'd put Thomas four. Like, are we not introducing offensive linemen here too? Because I mean, you got like I've got you know, I've Armstead. Got, you got Unger. I've got Unger in there. To be honest with you, I've, as far as offensive linemen, I think Unger is my number one guy. Yeah. Would I, you have Unger ahead of Thomas or Kamara? No, no, no. Okay. It's I'm Thomas is so hard. He clouds my judgment, and I try to put it out of my mind. Is that you know the thing that I said we didn't want to do at the beginning of the show is we don't want to say well if they're if he gets injured they're fucked so that moves him up the rankings. And the thing is with Thomas, I I know I need to push it out, but goddamn the receiving core was terrible. And if he something would happen to him, like it would be bad. And I have to block that out to rank. It's just hard to push that aside when thinking of Thomas. But Thomas is really good. I mean he's. First two years, most catches besides Odell Beckham. His rankings are really good. He he doesn't have necessarily as many big plays as maybe other super elite guys. But when you add everything else in, damn, he's good. I would put him ahead of Kamara. Uh, I would put him ahead of Kamara and, and any other any offensive lineman they had. Although I real I Max Unger here was a serious consideration. All right, so we'll. So I, I, I think I feel good about Breeze 1, Jordan 2, Lattimore 3, Thomas 4, Kamara 5, Unger 6. Are we are we all in agreement about that. the top 6? I'm yeah. down with that. I'm all about all right. that. I'm all about right. that life. All right, here's a, here's a question I have before we go any f- further. 
Before is, we go it, any further, do is you Morstead know? not eligible for this because of the position he plays? No, because he is freaking awesome. I think you got to put. I think you got to put Morstead in the top ten. I'm not sure where you put him because he's a he's a punter. But so you knocked in the value. But like I was thinking of oh, today, but field I can think of t- I can think oh, of two position. games last year where Morstead saved their ass with punts yeah. out of the end zone that were like 65 yard bombs. You know, um, and the thing is, we're. I so mean, I think sp- we take for granted that he's the best. You know, you're I simply mean, the best. Put it this way. I think if Mickey Loomis Better called up Bill Belichick, I think you could get a third round pick out of Belichick for Morstead. That's how much he loves and, and crushes on Morstead. You know? Who, who are you talking about? Bill Belichick. We were busy singing. Uh, Sorry, we weren't listening to you, Ralph. <laughs> no, we Bill Belichick jam, did like his press sesh. conference for the Saints Week 2. It was like a love letter to Morstead. Like... And, yeah, well, I wasn't sure if you were talking about uh, Belichick or Monadilla. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so where would you? Where would? Where do you think you would? Where would you? You wouldn't put him seven, would you, Dave? For a pun- you can't put a punter seven. I I kind of thinking uh, Morstead seven. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, he's yeah. No, he's not out on the field for that many snaps. But you know, you talk about field position. That's kind of a big fucking deal. How long? So Morse has been here since two thousand nine. He just did another extension, right? Could yep. Mo- could Morstead is he's got a shot to be the longest tenured tenured saint ever, doesn't he? Possibly, I guess. Who is it? Morton? No, Stan Brock. Stan Brock, I think. How many right, seasons I'm, does Brock have? I think thirteen. Look at that shit up. Oh, that's a lot. Jim Wilkes played a lot of games. Yeah, Ricky Ricky Jackson did too. Wayne Martin. Um, So yeah, yeah. let's look at this. So I mean, another tricky one is where do you put Armstead, Dave? Because he's really good when he plays, but he's hurt all the goddamn time. Yeah, yeah, and that's the right. That's the problem is that he only contributes half the time. How valuable is the guy who only? Contributes? I mean, there was a time where um, I would have said Armstead was like number three on the roster. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's. I think. I, I mean, think... how can you say at this point he's even better than Ramchek or Warford? You know. No, and I think that's my question. I think at the bottom of the the bottom ten, like I had, I I was you know it. Obviously, when you get to 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 you know eight, nine, ten, it becomes really more tricky. But I gotta say, like Ramchek's got to be in there because that dude played every play. I don't know. I'd put. I think I'd put Warford above you, Ramchek before uh, I put Ramchek. I agree. I agree. You think? Yeah. I feel like we need some. We need somebody on defense. Um, well, here. that's the thing. Where does Marcus Williams Ew. go? Where do where where Marcus Williams Rankins? Marcus Williams is not allowed in the top ten because of that play against the Vikings. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh, too you soon. Can put him, soon. You can put him. You can put him at eleven or whatever, but he is not in the top ten. Sorry. So come back where, next year. So where do you where do you go? Do you go? Do you go? Uh, so hold on, I'm looking at total games played by the Saints. By the way. It's Morton Anderson at 196. Number two is Ricky Jackson at 195. Breeze is number three at 190. So he needs to play seven games this year to be 
It's at play the most games ever in a in a Saints mm-hmm. uniform. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize he was this close to being the guy to wear the Saints jersey the most. He should have though, because Archie was only quarterback from like seventy one to eighty two. You know, and and the thing is, that's Archie unbelievable, man. That's that's it, hey, he spent like four or five years in San Diego too. It's crazy. <laughs> been for the four years in San Diego you got to remember too Archie played a lot of years with 14 games and you know you only think well it's two True. games different but you know th- over six years that's like a whole seat almost like oh you know yeah but Archie yeah but Archie has already played like he, he played 134 games that's like yeah. f- more than 50 games less than Breeze yeah yeah I mean, yeah he so, wouldn't be close either way so so Morstead is at He's 18th in Saints history at 142, but assuming he plays 16 games this year, he'll be tied with Zach Streif at 11th. Hmm. So he'll be in the top 10 next year, and um, yeah, I mean, he—I think he's got a good shot at passing Breeze eventually. He's got a—I mean, he's got a—he's gonna have to pump for like five or six more years with the Saints. Oh, at um, least, yeah. And he, you know, he's got the thing is you got to stay good. Um, you know, but the thing I notice about Morstead is he's, like, in really good shape. I notice some of these punters, even the good ones like Leckler and other ones. Like, you look yeah, at Leckler now. I'll bet you noticed that, Ralph. What's that? I said, I'll bet you noticed that Yeah, Morstead's I did. Well, like, shape. the thing is, like, Leckler watching, got fat. Watching his what, what I'm going to say is Leckler got fat. You know, I don't, I, don't think Mor- I don't think Morstead in, like, three years is going to be, like, having a pot belly. Punting. You know? Um, so... Who who on defense is sliding in the top ten? Andrew? I don't know Ken Crawley. Ken, so you had Ken Crawley. I had at Ken 10. Crawley at ten. Who you would have Crawley over Rankins? Yeah, maybe, probably. Maybe. I, yeah, maybe. This is kind of, to be honest with you, now that we've done this, this is kind of dis- disappointing. I don't know some of the guys that are making the top ten. I mean, I'm I I'm a little surprised that they're. I, I just don't think there's 10. anyone on that defense. That I would put over those offensive linemen we just talked about, like oh, wait, Warford what, what, oh, and well, Ramchick. We gotta have Ingram in the top ten. Oh yeah, Ingram, yeah, yeah. Ingram, yeah. In fact, maybe, Ingram, Ingram should be next. Yeah, maybe Ingram, Ingram should seven. be eight. Oh eight. No, Morstead is seven. Oh yeah, okay, Morstead seven, Ingram eight. So yeah. Ken Crawley nine. We gotta have somebody on defense. So you would put Crawley over like the new linebacker they just got, Demario Davis, or like AJ Klein. Are you not eligible if you're a free agent? Uh, I mean, I guess you can't, <laughs> I guess you can, you can put them on spec and you can, you can guesstimate. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see how any of these guys, I mean, we haven't even talked about Andres Pete, you know, I, I don't, I don't think you can put any of those guys over Pete, Warford, or Ramchick. We've got a bunch of linemen here. On, yeah. On, yeah, on they're the all list. good. <laughs> I mean, if you, but if you could, well, you so you can't put any you can't put any rookies here. I mean, I, I would say. I mean, would you would you say Crawley's better than any of those three guys, those linemen I just named, Pete Warford or Ramchick? I don't think so. Probably not as important or as crucial. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I feel like Crawley's really important. Maybe I mean maybe a little less so because they got Patrick Robinson, man. But ooh, ooh I don't know. I mean, get me gum. Get me gum. Get a couple injuries at corner like they always do, and and suddenly Crawley becomes uh, much more critical. I think, but and I told myself not to do that, saying about injuries. But I mean, put it this way: 
I would put I would put Crawley above any linebacker on the roster, and I would put Crawley above hmm. uh, the defensive lineman, not Cam Jordan or Rankins. That's fair. I- I'm with you on that. You know, I think we're in. A, I think we're in agreement that Crawley is the next best defensive player after Jordan and Lattimore. I think he's the number three defensive player. I think the only question is. Is he in the top ten over some of these linemen? See, like I'm, if I only have two spots left, if we're giving Ingram number eight, I'm probably going Warford nine and Armstead ten. See, I would I would go Armstead or, nine and Crawley ten. I feel like so I we're leaving like out they, Andres Pete. Like I would actually, picking, I would actually put Pete in there and no, leave you Armstead got, out. I would put I would put. I would put Pete and Crawley in. I feel like Pete is very valuable because of his versatility. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they can – injuries along the offensive line. Like, if, if you told me you, you had to keep three guys healthy, I would pick Unger. Are we, so we're in agreement here that Ram checks out. Yeah, I think you got to put – I think Pete slides ahead of him because of versatility. Yeah. Okay, so we're debating right now. Yeah. We've got two spots for Armstead, Pete. I'm going to need you to leave Ramchek off of this list. (laughs) So we've got got four spots for Armstead, Pete, Warford, and Crawley. And you can only pick two. Oh, yeah. And did you get the memo? We're putting cover sheets on all our TPS reports now. (laughs) Yeah. If you could just move a little to the right, that'd be great. Of those two, Andrew, who do you have? I just still think Armstead, when he's healthy, is better than all those guys. I, I still think he's a top three player on the roster if he's healthy. So I'm still going to sneak him in there at number nine. And then at number 10, to me, it's not Crawley. It's, I, I'm, I'm going with either Peter Warford. Um, I'm going to say Warford just because he made the Pro Bowl. But, I mean, that's you flip a coin. But I'll go with Warford as my 10. Dave? Uh, as my ten, yeah, as your last. You need nine and ten between those four guys. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Warford nine. No, I'm gonna put Crawley nine and Warford ten. I'm gonna put Crawley nine and and Pete ten. All right, so I think Crawley had two votes and Warford had two votes. So I think those two are in, which means Pete and Armstead are out. I th- it's it's an easy. I'm not gonna let you pick. You, you can't pick a rookie, Dave, because that's too easy. Because well, I'll pick Davenport because they gave up so much to fucking get him. But if I said to you, give me a guy on the Saints roster that you want to be in the top ten if we do it again next year, pick a guy on the roster that you want to be in the top ten next year. You can't be a rookie though. Dave, you there? Andrew? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm here. Okay, sorry. Um, wait, say that again. Pick a player that's pick a, not in the top ten? That pick a player that's not in the top ten this year that you want in the top ten next year. Davenport, Marcus Davenport. No, but it can't be a rookie. Ah. Oh, you can't pick a rookie? You can't pick a rookie. Um, I am going to go with... 
Hmm, that's not in the top ten. Oh, well, that would be, you know what, you know what would be a real feel-good story? Uh, Marcus Williams having some kind of amazing great season. Yeah. Just being that one of the best players God on the Saints. Boy, that would just, that would just warm my heart. <laughs> Andrew, that was my pick, God damn it. <laughs> um, I mean, I would love a badass linebacker, so part of me wants to say Demario Davis, but uh, I just, I'm kind of bummed about Sheldon Rankins in his second year. Like, I just, it really bummed me out that he wasn't awesome because I was, I had high hopes for him. So for him to bounce back and actually be as good as we hoped and thought he could be, um, that would feel good. And and the Saints need pass rush help. I mean, hopefully Davenport will be good, but, um, you know, Rankins being awesome in the interior would be huge for this team. So I'm going to say Rankins. Uh, I'm going to give a name that, it would be ridiculous if he got in the top 10 next year and he's only on a one year deal. So that could be dicey too. But if Ben Watson could some kind of way find his way onto this list next year, that would be hysterical and awesome because it means he's going to catch like 75 balls and like double digit touchdowns. Yeah. Well, when you said we couldn't pick rookies, this, this, uh, ruled out this guy but i was gonna say Dion yelder because i know he's a udfa tight end but like if, if, he, if he's if he's top 10 that means he had a ridiculous season and yeah. they saints need production out of that position so that was he's the guy from western kentucky dave that had like crazy stats last year they threw he, they threw ridiculous money at him for a udfa yeah like, like the most, uh, the most they ever have, I think. A hundred grand guaranteed for a UDFA is ridiculous. They basically blew the whole wad on him. And he's, I mean, his his write up is like Jimmy Graham. He's only played football for two years. He was a basketball player, and he like net basically didn't play much last year. And then yeah. this past year, he he uh, started at tight end because they lost a the guy, and he, uh, I mean, he blew up. He had six stats, and he's a crazy good receiver so i don't know but we'll see if he's any good but i, I mean i i'm not say, suggesting a udfa is going to be a top 10 player on the team but I'm just saying pie in the sky in an ideal world we're wish if i could you told me i couldn't pick a rookie that would have been my pick that would have been pick. Pick. no but, but well the, the thing is when i when i when i was doing rookie i just didn't want marcus davenport but dave did it anyway when he, before he was to the actual question, which I like. So now we're going to rank real quickly. We're going to rank uh, the top 10 foods to eat while watching the Saints. I have the list. You guys can just comment as I count it down. This is food. Oh, I've you got a get, lot of comments. You I've get got a lot of comments. At the dome or not at the dome. So number 10, I had mini mufaladas. Whenever you go to like a Saints tailgate or, a, or Wait, a, is this at, is this at the game or? No, both. Both. It could be both. Before the game or in the in the stadium. So I had number ten mini mofaladas. When you go to yeah. somebody's okay. house or you okay. have them, they're awesome. I love this them. might be this might Wait. be sacrilege, but I don't like mufaladas. It's not. No, 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 Andrew, Andrew. It's not sacrilege. You're correct. The mini muff, mini not that good. Mini mofaladas are like pills. are like are like the standard staple fare at every wedding you ever go to in New Orleans. If you go to any fucking wedding and they do like 
even it's either past or it's like set up at the at the regular buffet station. But always mini muffalettas. And it's they're not trash. that good. They're trash. No, they're garbage. Andrew, they're trash. your opinion is trash. I will rain down on <laughs> a godly firestorm upon you. I am talking scorched earth, mother. I will massacre you. That's what I think of your opinion. <laughs> why? Why? Why are the curses bleeped? We I don't, don't know. Bleep. It's back when we were, remember that remember that six week period where we would try not to curse in like 2014. Yeah, that worked well. Probably, I remember it that it worked fucking that, great. I remember I remember those 15 minutes. Yeah. So number nine, uh, gumbo. Gotta have not gumbo. bad. Gumbo Who's making you? it? Where is it coming from? That's the question. Yes, number, agreed. Number eight, queso slash salsa. So yeah. fucking lame, Jesus! It's so what lame. What is this? A fucking college party? This is <laughs> so. No, what the what, is, what is next, Ralph? Popcorn? No, jambalaya. <laughs> oh my god, no. Jesus Christ! This is terrible. This is no. so bad. Number six, uh, canes. No, number six is barbecue. Oh yeah, number six is. You're right. Number six is barbecue. Uh, what kind, I, that's like kind of open up. What's what's the best barbecue, Andrew? That you could that you obviously not like a you're not going to get like a like a full on steak and a like a tailgate or a football game. So like, what's the best yeah. barbecue football food? Give me a little brisket. Yeah. I mean, pulled porks like yeah. sandwiches are obviously easiest to make. But okay, but if you're going to serve, Do the you like pork, the pulled pork with like the Carolina vinegar sauce or like the. Barbecue, barbecue sauce. I'm, I'm. Look, I'm a equal opportunity uh, barbecue lover. So you know, whatever. I, I, however, the however Carolina, the, 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 vinegar, the you, you can't, you can't do the Carolina bad, when we're though. playing the Panthers, though. They can go bad. <laughs> but people sometimes, sometimes people they fuck that up. I'm just saying. I'm okay, but fo- football. But I appreciate if up. you're gonna do if you're gonna do the pulled pork sandwiches and you're gonna you know you're gonna have the the meat, and then you're going to have the buns. I What I really appreciate is going the extra step, going the extra mile, and making like some sort of like slaw or something that you can yeah. also put Agreed. on top. Agreed. Yeah. For uh, texture. So next was five... Uh, Mustard-based slaw, by the way. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Just saying. So we got canes. Canes. That could be higher up on the list, to be honest with you. Like higher, yeah. like... Closer to like the, number two. Uh, Kane, Kane. Kane's is quality. I mean, uh, it's 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 a strong. I mean, it. We don't. We have Popeyes here, but in in Paraland, but it's so the, the service is so terrible. Like even though I love Popeyes, I I just their their ability to fuck up an order is so um, incredible what? that I, that I just I Pop, can't. Popeyes or Canes. Popeyes, Canes. I mean, I mean, Canes can't fuck up an order. They have no. like three things on the menu. <laughs> I know. No, uh, Po' Boy is next. That's. I mean, Po' Boy should be number one. Let's be honest here. That's boring. That's boring. Half for shrimp, me. half half fried oyster. Oh, the peacemaker. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna so tell you my number one after we're done. By the everybody on the everybody on the count when I asked the, the, the asked people for uh, to give their pizza was up like pizza and wings was there so I put pizza on the Ugh. list. <sighs> this is un- pizza should be nowhere near a football game. Should be nowhere in the parking lot. This is like the two hundred pound plus football fans, you know. Like I, put I mean, next for- on 
Next on the first, list, first I of all, this is New Orleans, so you can't even get good pizza in New Orleans. So that's automatically it should be stricken off the list. Tower of Pizza on Metairie oh, Road used to be gosh. good, or on off Veterans, that used to be good. For, the only place that's good for pizza is Pizza Delicious or Midway Pizza, which is not very traditional pizza, but it's still everybody pizzas. in Metairie eats naked pizza, and that shit is terrible. Terrible. So next on the list, I had potato salad because that a, is, lot of, a lot of people eat the gumbo I mean, with the, the potato fuck salad. Is this list? How, how is how is some basic as fuck side dish on this list? <laughs> because a lot of people eat the gumbo with the potato salad. That's a that's that's. A, that's I mean, West at Pack, least give me stuffed Pack. artichoke or something like that. Yeah. Did you so know number that that's three a West Pack I had thing, was the potato salad in the gumbo. So, yeah, that's a that's why. Yeah, I mean, maybe I could. You mean the you mean the best bank, right? Yeah, best. Yeah. A lot okay. of people do that. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of it, but some people had on the on the. So no. The no, that's was, no, that's unacceptable. Sorry. So it I makes had, the gumbo cold. You you have a hot. You have a bowl of hot gumbo, and then you take a dollop, a whole ice cream scoop of cold potato salad, and drop it in the fucking. Mid- you no, might as well throw ice cream the in there. Thing, though, sorry, the, sorry, Algiers. Two thumbs down. If you make the German potato salad, it'll be warm. No, no, no. Uh, so next, I'm, I'm going to flip it around. Just I put had... it outside. I, I, I will eat gumbo, and I will eat potato salad, and I will eat them t- together. But just put the shit on the side. Don't put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with so, you. I had – I'm going to change up this rank that I had. I'm going to put wings two and Popeye's number one. Jesus. Oh. By the way, you also know what's wrong with your list? You have gumbo at number nine and number two. Yeah. You fucked up. Well, <laughs> Jesus. You know, People get what they pay for with this podcast, Dave. And my math skills aren't great. What about oysters, no? I had a tailgate in hot weather. Oh, we're at a tailgate? We're outside? Well, no, I mean, it could be anywhere. I mean, like, but but is it, if you go to somebody's house and they have a football party or you're tailgating, are they going to have, you know, what about stuffed melatons? I don't think they're going to have, you know, I, I try to keep it realistic. It's season. not boiled, it's not crawfish yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. You know? I've heard crawfish Monica people freeze it obviously and then thaw it out. Right. I like I like wings. I would put wings t- number two. That's total tailgate football food. Wings are awesome. Buffalo yeah. sauce. Yeah, whatever. I mean I like Terry I'm a again, I'm an equal opportunity Teriyaki, get the fuck Yeah, out. I love that. I, anything anything this. exotic. Give me what is I'm wrong gonna... with you? Ugh. Teriyaki what? wings is two? No, well, no it's I wing, just wings. I'm just in wings in general. Here, dude, just... Buffalo or get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how hot one. do you like it? Do you like it to melt your face? Oh yeah, yeah the yeah, hotter yeah. the better. Yeah, you got yeah. beer to wash it down. I like it not quite like one level below melt your face. Yeah, you don't want the Chernobyl. Yeah, I don't. You know, so that's the list. People are probably yell at us. Um, well, hold on. Did Dave have another no, number my one? Thing, yeah, my my favorite. I have friends that made these last time I went to an LSU game, which was a long time ago. But, um, you know, they hunt, so they had so they had duck. And so they grill the duck, and you wrap that around like a jalapeno stuffed with cheese. And then you wrap all that with bacon. That's the greatest thing. You That's the stuff. That's right. That's you it. know, so if you're Reed inside the place, it's like a little soy sauce or something like that. Some kind of sweet some kind of sweet sauce that's If uh, you're if you're in the dome, like the options are pretty brutal. Like there's uh, not a lot of but there's right. one there's one like there's shrimp and grits on concourse on the, on the uh, main level, Dave where you, where your seats are. 
Um, and I feel like their shrimp and grits, like on one of those kiosks, is it's okay. Like it's bearable, tolerable. Um, the jambalaya is horrendous. Um, your best bet, honestly, is if you're going to be in the dome, I think red beans and rice is your best bet. Because it's hard to fuck that up. Yeah. I mean, I actually think your best bet is um, that Cajun corner, like that jambalaya they give you. See, for... I think that their jambalaya is terrible. But their I mean, uh, crawfish like pie is not bad. The yeah, dome, option, good the dome food options are pretty fucking terrible compared to other football I'll, I'll do the crawfish if you pie. Compare it to other sports arenas, it's god awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it, not even that, but I mean, com- it, 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 com- compared to. The city that it's in, and the fact that New Orleans is known for amazing food. You think, it, you think the it, food options would be better? Yeah, for 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 some reason that that quality of food and the amazing food it stops yeah, at the poor. Superdome door. Yeah, it's just uh, poor. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I really that's don't get why it. I had to. I, I've, I've, said, I've oh, said this before. Our I don't food understand. Is so much project. worse than everywhere else. Let's charge more. Well, like, well, that's I why just, I had to open know, it up to non-Superdome items because I felt like if we just did a Superdome list, it would just be a list of sadness. I, yeah, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't put anything in on any list of good food in the dome. No, but I mean, like, you know, I know obviously that they have a contract with SMG or whatever it is, and you know, but I mean, but they do have outside places like Pizza Hut or Rotolos or whatever. So, I, I mean, they need to be. They need to be, especially now. We're we not going to talk about the Super Bowl coming to New Orleans in twenty twenty four. I guess. I guess since bidding. no one's competing, that's yeah, a done deal. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's that's it's ninety nine point nine. The one thing that the one thing nice. that's getting on me about the Superdome that's annoying is like Atlanta is like, hey guys, the Superdome, the Super Bowl is coming. We need ten thousand volunteers to help us staff it. Hey NFL, how about you suck fucking pay people to do work? How about that? <laughs> Instead of like getting um, people to volunteer for free. All right, that's off topic. It is but, off topic. But 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 we need to be getting like, how dare not, you? Not, like Emerald or not John Besh anymore. I would have said John Besh prior to this, but you know we need or Donald Link. You know we need to be getting some of these big name chefs in New Orleans that have all these. You know the Brennans. They need to be having some kind of. Dude, you know, I'd settle for Wolfgang Puck at this point. <laughs> no, but I mean you know having not restaurants, but food having like their the own little operations five. inside the dome. Yeah, no, the dome needs to step up their food. It options. might be bottom five of all sports arenas. I mean, I haven't States. been to enough sports arenas to. Make that comment. I mean, I go to UVA games, and the options are worse. The only but, place that's um, worse is LSU, but I haven't been to LSU in a long LSU time. LSU is horrible. Horrible. Oh, my God, it's bad. Um, how's Tulane? Mean, how's Tulane, Dave? Tulane's not bad because they've got uh, – they get superior grill and superior seafood. See, like that's in, what the Saints need Delta. to do. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. In Westfeld Terrace, where my seats are, so you get that. So you can get like a frozen margarita, a frozen French 75, oh, yeah. and then you can get some decent food. See, that's and then, good. I mean, down in the Glazer Club, I mean, obviously, you got to have a bunch of money to be there, but that's free food and free beer and wine for every game. So, nice. and that's like that's you know, like, I, I went to. Like, uh, to uh, have you ever been in the like, club suites at Saints games? Yeah, yeah. The food in there is pathetic. Yeah, it's the whole stadium. The whole stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's like chicken. It's like uh, chicken tenders it and does hot not, dogs. It does, it does not reflect uh, the 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 level the price of tag. culinary. Do better, you know, Saints. That, that the city is at. Gail Benson, do better. 
I'll never forget my first time in the uh, club suites. I walked in. I was a little kid, and uh, my mom got me in the suites. I can't remember how, but I walk in there, and it's um, Edwin Edwards. It's his club suite, you know, the governor at the time. And I walk in, and Sheriff Harry Lee, Sheriff Harry Lee, who was probably over 300 pounds at this point they're, 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 yeah, he's sitting on the couch and there's just like you know like the kroger deli tray you know like where the it's like ham turkey and and roast beef and they're cut into like little triangles yeah you know like the deli tray he is inhaling <laughs> these sandwiches one at a time um you know eating about 50 of them but uh that was a sight to behold so yeah the the, the dome food is 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 awful. So awful. So I told people on Twitter. We I forgot to ask. I I asked for questions. Let's see. I don't think we have too many of them. Uh, no, we don't. Um. So I um I I told people that I was going to tell uh, a poop story. Uh, because I don't know if people saw in the news they had the woman at the Tim Hortons in Canada. She got so mad about them fucking up her order. She literally like pulled down her pants and took a shit right there. Uh, Wait, is that really why I, it wasn't because she had to use the bathroom and they wouldn't let her use the bathroom? I, well, that's what I'm getting to. I don't know. I mean, they don't have sound on it, but uh, right. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like a. It was like a like a full on turd. It wasn't like diarrhea or anything. So she like pooped it out, got a paper towel, picked it up, I mean, and th- it, threw it I, at the woman behind the counter. So oh, she threw it. Yeah, she threw oh, it. Yeah. It was it was it was very prime it was very cuz I don't know like prime, how do you like F. how do you like I'm I mean, so mad at you I'm going to take a dump right here on I mean, command and just throw you know like that's amazing. It but was very it, very primate-esque. It, it, well, no, that's what, but it but reminded that's, that's me I of a know, st- That's why I want to know whether she had to use the bathroom or not because if you're telling me that if you're telling me that she was just mad well, because obviously they screwed up her she order, had to use the bathroom. Well, no, not. That's what I'm saying is maybe she, if maybe she didn't. If she was just mad because they screwed up her order, then that means she just she just pooped on command, which is crazy. <laughs> if she had to use the bathroom, then that makes sense. <laughs> well, if you could poop on command, that's pretty special. I mean, that's like a, that's like a superpower. Hey, that's a skill that I would love to have. Like tur- it's like turd woman. She like fights crimes with her tur- with her poop. She just went. She went and grabbed some napkins and pulled her pants down. But- plopped trow and. But no, but that, up and, but that yeah. reminded me of a story when I was driving back uh, yep. to – I was going – I was actually going to uh, a Saints game. This is three or four – maybe even more than that a while ago. Well, hold on. Should, should we give our listeners a chance to grab a drink and a snack or whatever before you tell the story? Uh, yeah, they can, they can do what they need. <laughs> so, so I'm driving back. Yeah, make, and sure, I forget make sure you're eating while Ralph tells yeah. us. I forget, <laughs> I forget exactly where I was, but I was outside. I was on the – I was on the um, – the west side of Baton Rouge, I think it was either like before the Capitol Grill with the with the poor tiger at the gas station or, or a stop before there. And, and I stopped and I like had to go like immediately. And I went into the Chevron and I told the woman, I was like, I, I need to use your bathroom. And she's like, well, we only let it we only let employees use it usually. And it's disgusting anyway. And I, I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I said. Either you let me use your bathroom, or I'm shitting on your floor, or I'm shitting in your parking lot. And I think she took it as like a threat, so she got mad at me. But it was wasn't a threat. It was the pleas of a desperate man, and and she refused me. 
And you know that point where, like, your body is like, if you move anymore, you're going to shit yourself? Like, that's where I was. So I was like, like, waddle out. Yeah. So I, like, waddled out. Like, I waddled out to to the doors, and they had, like, a big, like, one of those big uh, garbage things that, like, a truck, like, picks up automatically. And I waddled behind there, and I took a shit behind there. And she comes out. And she's like, you just took a shit in the parking lot. I'm like, I told you, lady. It wasn't like. And she didn't like offer. She she just like was like totally like disgusted. And uh, so I just like, and it was not pretty. Like, it was horrible. Like, it was like, it wasn't like, like the nice, the woman at Tim Hortons where it was like a turd. It was like just horrible. Yeah, it was and, like, liquidy. She. she She's walking back, and I can hear her mumbling to us. I can't believe he took a shit in the pocket. I can't believe he did that. But, like, you know, like, what was I to do? But I think what it was was I, I, I would – I think she oh, took it as, ang- like, a threat, and I was angry that she wouldn't let me use the bathroom. But really it was just, like, I was desperate, and it must have come out angry, so she, like, denied me. But that's my that's my poop story. Wait. So how did this? How did this resolve? It didn't resolve. I I pulled up my pants and drove the rest of the way to New Orleans. It was no resolving it, Andrew. No resolving. I don't know. They had a big pile of fucking diarrhea behind their their, their, their trash can. I don't know. Clean up. Did, did you wipe? There's no wiping. I just fucking pulled up my jeans and fucking <laughs> what? What? The rest of the way. I drove until uh, the next. Uh, like I drove to the, the I, car. I drove until I drove until like the like the, like two more stops in and like stopped at a McDonald's and like cleaned myself I mean, up. That, was, that must have been unbearable to smell. No, I understand that. Which which makes the fact that you got into your car and went to exits even worse. But, like, what am I going to do? Like, I had to go. I had to find, like, a McDonald's or whatever. Like, it wasn't, like, a choice of, like, it wasn't like I had a choice where I could, like, go down the street and, like, pick somewhere else. If I, if I had another option besides the gas station that refused me, I would have gone there. You know? Oh, my God. Like, you should have. Oh, my gosh. Like, the options were. The options were. The car that you were driving, where is that car currently? I have no idea. Hopefully nuked. You sold it? <clears throat> yeah, like, that car was, like, that was, like. Oh. That was a long time ago. That, that was like Carfax? that better be in the fucking Carfax. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Saturn. It was a Saturn with third door. Uh, more like Uranus. Yeah, more like Uranus. So, hey. so that so that's my uh, that's my poop story for the peoples. Um, so that wraps up this show. Find us on Facebook and the Twitters and the YouTube. Search Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Andrew, you forgot again to remind me at the top of the show to do that. So I'll remind people at shouldn't, the end. Shouldn't your wife be doing that? Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, right. well. Let me. Uh, you you mean you mean uh, my wife? People hate nice. that. So. My wife. My wife. And now I'm just. just I'm gonna. Be people do guy. not hate it. By the way, um, I. I solicited. You get stopped on the street all the time. People recognize you. I, was, I you. solicited Twitter followers for feedback on this on one of our shows, and I had one guy write back and be like, "I kind of find it aggravating, but it's all good." And then like seven other people wrote back, "Please keep doing it. I love yeah. it." So, so we're just the ratio was overwhelmingly in favor of continuing to do my life. Just to let people know that, like, I have a new soundboard with, like, I can put 40 sounds on this soundboard and play them throughout the podcast. So I have, like, 
weird we sounds more like this. this. What do you like in Carol? Crazy pills one. Yeah, I'm already crazy. over that one. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! So, uh, people have suggestions. Send them in. It'll be great. So, uh, yeah, people, the, the podcast, it gets a little weird between, like, the end of May to the beginning of this July. Because, this isn't weird. This is normal. Well, I mean, we don't, it's like, it's like, uh, 75% nonsense instead of, like, 50% nonsense, 50% football. I think people, personally, I prefer doing these podcasts. The nonsense. the regular ones. <laughs> and I, I'm willing to bet, uh... Most of our listeners probably prefer listening to these podcasts. People are going to be people are going to be angry about the the, the the Saints list. People are going to be like, whatever. The food list is going to make people uh, beside themselves of like I, what I don't we think, left out. I don't think I don't think you realize the ads you're about to get regarding this poop story. Uh, I think I mean the poop story. <laughs> it's a quality, but I think it's a quality story, right? It's not like it's not. Oh it's no, not that's a, a good story, all right. Yeah. Uh, Oh boy, I, you didn't wipe. Can't believe you didn't wipe. I mean, I wiped with my boxers that I had, but like it was a, it was like a, like Dave, it was a disaster. This of like just, just, I mean, like I was like, like it was just like down my legs and like it was just, it was like, it was just horrible. Like, and you pulled your pants back up. Well, no, I. The thing is, Dave. I wiped with my boxers, got my clothes that I had you with me did, to New Orleans. You did the, wipe with your boxers. Yeah, but the only I clothes. Feel like the story's changing. Now. Oh yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah, it's changing. It's changing. No, no, but the only the the thing is, I the, the only like it didn't help. Like it was just a it was just a mess. Like it like oh the like and that's all I had. Like I didn't have I didn't have extra clothes with me to where I could be like, oh, I'll just you know, wipe or whatever with the clothes I haven't changed. I didn't have any with me because I fucking forgot my bag. So it was a fucking nightmare going those two exits, Dave. And yeah, I probably should have put that on the Carfax of like, cause that, that car, that car was never the same. It was like, like, uh, violated. <laughs> That's probably why I got a new car like four months later. Yeah, it probably has something to do with it. Yeah. What you going to do? My car, mm-hmm. my car reeked of shit. So, uh, on that note, uh, for Dave, for Andrew, uh, until next week, uh, the bar is closed. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! (laughs) This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply.
Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 